Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back here on WWL Sports Talk, getting into some more Saints organized team activity sound. Talking to the quarterback, Derek Carr. Here's what he had to say after today's organized team activity. Yeah, so what's it like having him back to practice and what do you get out of that as a quarterback? It's awesome. Um, you know, a lot of communication. You know, a lot of it, when when a guy has played a lot of football, it's not it's not a lot of teaching that I, you know, from me. You know, he, he's seen the coverages. He He's run all the similar plays that I'm used to running in Gruden's system um, and all those things. So when we're talking, we're talking the same language. And so... Um, you know, time on task and things like that, that'll happen. It'll happen quick because we're two veteran guys. Um, game reps is obviously the most important thing, but, um, you know, being able to communicate, hey, how do you see this? Hey, how do you see that versus this coverage? How about this? How about that? I mean, we've, we've talked about a lot in just a couple of days. You know, we've talked a lot before that, but a lot just in person in the last couple of days that we're on the field as things come up that, you know, if he went out there and ran certain routes right now, I'd know exactly what he was going to do, and I'd put it on, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's just cool to have him in the building. You know, I know everyone was excited to see him. You know, everybody loves him here. You know, they love his work ethic. They love his competitiveness, competitiveness his, his leadership, the way he plays, the way he practices, he prepares. Um, and I think that's from just on the outside looking in, he's just he's such a worker that, you know, that's probably why, you know, sometimes injuries happen when you play that hard and work that hard. And you don't ever ask a guy like that to tone down. You know, you keep going as long as you can, you know. And so uh, just being around him, like I said, you talk to him on the phone, you feel like you can win a football game with just you two out there, you know. And being around him now, he just brings that energy about him that you feel the same way. How much did you all talk back before? Like, when you, didn't you say you talked to him mm-hmm. during the kind of recruitment process? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the recruitment process, uh, you know, he was uh, you know, very important. Uh, you know, I want to know where his mind was and what, what decisions he was making, um, you know, because that – that mattered to me. So um, I remember st- sitting here for the first time being a saint and, you know, flash forward to now, it's a lot of time has gone by, but I couldn't wait till he got in the building. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, because there was a, a big part of my decision was Mike Thomas, you know, um, you know, that guy, just his mentality alone, you know, um, the injuries, it's football, you know, injuries are hundred percent. They're going to happen, you know, uh, you know, and he's, he's, I think we can all agree. He's someone that dominates recovery. You know, he's not someone that's going to cut any corners or anything like that. And so you trust that he'll be as ready as he can be. And, um, but the football player and the mentality, that's, that's, you know, the thing that I fell in love with, with him. You know, I sat there on the phone and 
I remember two, three days, four days after we were on the phone, I just kept telling my wife, I was like, I just love that guy. You know, I love his mentality. You know, how do you not want to play football with, with that guy, you know? And so having him in the building has been nice. But, yeah, we talked a lot, you know, beforehand, and especially in the recruiting process, you know, he would – he was asking me, we make a decision yet? You know, I was like, not yet, Mike. <laughs> you know, not yet, Mike. Um, you know, a couple more things to do, but it was good. Derek, was today the first time you were on the field? I know you talked about when you built the chemistry with these new receivers. How has that relationship um, kind of evolved? I assume you've been with it today. Yeah, you're saying with Mike? Yeah, yeah, with Mike. You know, just the last couple of days, just talking on the football field. Um, you know, because now I've, I've, I never say I've learned it, but you know I'm pretty far along in where I feel like I, I was, and knowing the system and things like that. And uh, you know you never want to feel like you have it all figured out, but feel confident with where I'm at. So now we're talking the same language. I'm not saying, hey, this is like what I used to. You know, I'm, we're saying the same words, and I'm and we're, we're I'm asking the right questions, and he's you know giving feedback, and I'm uh, I'm not so prideful to say, well, you were successful on this route or this thing with Drew, like. Tell me, what did he say to you? What was he looking at? You know, like I'm, I got no pride here. I'm trying to win. You know, like I don't care, you know, you know who's right. I care what's right. You know, and you know Mike is sharing information. Same thing. Like, but yeah, you know when, you know Tay would run this and do it like this. I'm used to that. How do you see it? And I want to. You know, I'm putting it all together, and you know those algorithms in my brain are just trying to connect wires. You know, um, to make us successful and this organization successful. So. Um, it's been very, very helpful that he's been here, and um, I'm really thankful that he's been here. When was the first time that you actually threw him? Was it today or you know, you said it? Uh, I threw to him yesterday. Um, yeah, I threw to him yesterday. Threw to him today. I think. I think there was. You guys saw that today a couple of times. We were working on stuff and things like that. So um, there's nothing again like practice reps, but nothing really like game reps. You know, um, we're gonna do our. I'm gonna do my best to make sure that I'm as, as efficient and ready as possible for the game reps with these guys in the system. Um, but there's nothing like you know those game reps or those live practice reps that you can get with each other. Derek, the things we see like when you throw past the Olave again in the red zone uh, to go over again. Would that look like any OTA you've ever had before, or some of that new teammate stuff? Uh, uh, which one? Sorry. Like when you, you know, you throw the pass in the drill. Oh, when I throw it again. Oh, oh yeah. If we ever miss something, like I don't care if it's pass interference, which you know, what I mean, like it might have been. <laughs> I like I like talking trash. Uh, you know, like no matter what, if we don't hit it, I especially you probably won't see it a lot, but during the season. You know, training camp, you know, we're trying to get all the reps in. There's a lot of time, time restraint, all that. Um, but if I can try and fit it in right then, I'd try and get that rep again. So I, that's what it's hard for the White House to know. If, hey, if we miss anything, you know, if there's something, I want you to remind me after practice because I'm going to be there to work. Come, come find me. And if, you know, a young guy forgets, I'll throw it to somebody else, you know. Uh, but it's, it's, it's getting those reps again to where it just, nope, I feel perfect. I feel great about it. So then on Sunday, no, I've done it. I've already done it. I've already corrected it, you know. And again, you try and complete them all, um, which has never been done, you know, but you try your best to do it. And so uh, it's always striving for that perfection is what I believe in. And knowing that you'll probably never, never get there, but you, you know, you're going to wake up every morning and try. Anything with Chris Olave in particular that he's conveyed to you that he really wants to work on that you guys have, have worked on? He, you know, the one thing that's overwhelming with him is even if, you know, on that ball, um, you know, the guy, you know, grabbed him, slowed him down. He's like, I got to get that. It's like it, it never, it's never like, oh, man, if you throw it like this. He's like, he, he always feels it. I'm like, no, bro, I'm going to put it, you know, I'm going to throw it like this or I'm going to do this, you know. Uh, but he is always so like 
he wants to make every play. If you even throw it in his vicinity, he feels there should be a way he should get it. And that mindset that comes from him, that comes from you know TQ, it comes from uh, Mike, Jawan, you know all these guys. When you talk to him, it's the culture that's been built here that that I talked about was so attractive to me that when I walked into the building, I just get to be me. You know, um, I'm not trying to build a culture or fix you know droughts and things like that. Like I don't, I don't have to worry about that. Like they've been successful without me. You know, I just get to be here and be me. Um, and you could tell with the mindset of all the guys that they bring in here that they all work and think that way and it just you, when you're like-minded like that it just makes things easy you know it's not like hey all right and you know, let's go work on that again let's go do it again like you saw you saw when the ball hit the ground he threw it back to me he didn't even there was no question he was he knew he was gonna throw it back and I was gonna throw it to him again so that's just something that you know I've always tried to do Derek, did, you, did you play a lot in the preseason with the Raiders and the fact that you're on a new team will that will that change your preseason preparation as far as maybe trying to play a little more in games to develop a little chemistry with these guys? Yeah, for me, um, you know, I've, you know, this will be 10 years of, you know, football and live bullets. And so I, I haven't played much in the preseason before. Um, I think maybe with Gruden, one or two total series in four years. Um, there were some, you know, um, times that I didn't play at all in the preseason. And we'd still, you know, play good in the first couple of weeks. So it, it proved to me that, you know, if you practice the right way and you do things with those like joint practices, I don't know if we have them or not, but if whenever you have those, like those are, those are better than preseason reps because you actually get, they actually show stuff. You know, they show the pressures, they show different coverages rather than what they show in the preseason. You know, and uh, so that's just how it's been. Now, if they want me to play, I, I'm not against playing. I, anytime I have the opportunity to put put that jersey on and. It's a blessing to walk out on that field. So if they need me to play, I'll play. You know, you only play 30 plays, I'll play 30 plays. You only play a whole half, I may question. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, but I'll play. You know, it's like I'm never going to, you know, feel like I, I don't need it. You know, I'll, if you need me to play, I think the coaches will probably want me to probably want to see me, you know, throw a couple in their jersey, <laughs> you know. Uh, so we'll see. We haven't even talked about it, if I'm honest. But if I play, awesome. If not, I, we'll make sure we're ready to go on week one. I just want to make sure I heard you. Did you say Mike brought examples of the stuff you did with Devontae? No, no, uh, like Mike, I would ask Mike like questions like, how did Drew, you know, and he'd bring up like, hey, Drew would say, I like it like this. Do you like it like that? And, I, and I, my example was like, you know, hey, Tay would do it like this. How do you see it? And it's not like one's better than the other or anything like that. You're just like, you're throwing it all out there to get on the same page. You know, that this is my experience. What's your experience? Now, how do we make that coexist uh, kind of thing? Beyond the intangibles, you go to the light. What was it about his before you came here? His observable skill set during game that that made you feel compelled to really investigate the opportunity to play with him. Yeah, he's violent route runner. Um, you know, there's a few guys that are like that. I won't start naming them because people get offended. You know. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, you know, there's very few guys that run such violent routes and catch the ball and get back downhill. Like, a lot of guys like to catch that ball and dance around. Like he gets north and south, you know. Like, he turns what should be second and five into second and two. You know, and, and that right there changes a football game, you know. And, and 
you know, to the naked eye, it's just another slant, or it's just another this route, or it's just another over. But it's not. You know, he catches it. It's just another stick route. But what he's doing after the catch, what he's doing, you know, when when he's rolling, you what he dictates. You know, coverages. You know, you have to account for him. You know, because he's so talented. He's so aggressive at the catch point. You know, when even if he is covered, you can still throw it out there, and he he can body him up in his hand. He extends his hands, strong hands. Um, he's a bigger receiver, so you can trust him with those kind of throws as well. The back shoulder throws. He's he can win over the top and catch those. You know, late hands and you know those are the things that as I was watching the film, like it's very attractive. You know, to me, especially when you get all the pieces going. Um, you know, and you add them all, and they're all healthy and they're all there. You know, it's what it could be sounds fun. You know, um, it's not we're not there yet, but it, it you know sure sounds exciting. You know, when you think about it. That was the first part of Saints quarterback Derek Carr talking to the media after organized team activities today. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, since the get of getting here, he seems comfortable out out there, uh, getting more familiar with the wide receivers. And he's definitely uh, happy to have Michael Thomas in the mix and really credited him uh, with being one of the, the reasons of wanting to come to New Orleans, saying, you know, getting to talk to the guy, he fell in love with him immediately. And he told his wife, he's like, I, I don't know how I can't not play with this guy. Yeah. And, uh, Steve, when you look at, um, and you look at matchups, and obviously, you know, we said this when the schedule came out, we're avoiding uh, the elite quarterbacks. Obviously, because you look at the AFC versus the NFC. Right. They're all they're all in the AFC. Now, I think how he finished, and possibly he could be amongst the elite. And I'm talking about like Pat Mahomes. Or you look at like, uh, like a Justin Herbert type. Or you look at Josh Allen. Or Joe Burrow. Like Trevor Lawrence. But before last year, Trevor Lawrence had a ways to go, right? Oh, for sure. And then you get the right coach, and then all the perception is like, oh. Doug well, Peterson worked his magic over yeah, there, right? That, that he'll end up being amongst the league. That's why when I look at why I say uh, uh, that it's a quarterback-driven league uh, today the way it is, that we should have the edge. I mean, either, you know, like rookies or, or young quarterbacks, for instance, are when you say Derek Carr is right there, they don't have an advantage over Derek Carr. He's right there or better. Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, Jerry Goff, Ugh. and last year's uh, Matthew Stafford. Not the Super Bowl Matthew Stafford. Matthew yeah. Stafford in his arm. I don't know he's going to come back from his elbow. And then I will say that guy is a quote-unquote warrior too, man. He's right. always banged up and seems to be playing with something. Right, and then I mentioned Trevor Lawrence. So uh, wouldn't you say that at least we right there uh, with Derek Carr uh, – if you look at okay, these are all legit starting quarterbacks. There's not enough, no, but, uh, but, not. but but Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff. Wouldn't you say what well, what well, Derek Carr's right there with them? Absolutely. Yeah. So that's why I, I think. Uh, now I was talking with Jeff Duncan. Uh, this is a this is a homework assignment, Charlie, for all of us. And it's like uh, Jeff kind of we were talking because we were working on red zone today, seven on seven team that Darren Carr hasn't necessarily been like a dominant red zone quarterback. Well, you don't have to be dominant red zone if you're hitting explosive plays and you're still scoring. Sure. And, and But you want to score instead of settle for field goals, uh, the, the bottom line. So that would be something uh, to look That's up. That's surprising to hear with a dude like Darren Waller he got to work with, you know? Yeah, but maybe you're scoring like uh, – 
It might be right outside the red zone. It might be a 30-yard play right. uh, or something instead of like a 15 side the 10, uh, that pass. But that's where I think Michael Thomas could come in. You know, back shoulder, kind of like when Jameis Winston hit him in the Falcons game. Juwan. Uh, yeah, Juwan. It's like uh, uh, like uh, the type play they ran today with Jesse James that Jameis hit, plus nine, back shoulder. You know, red zone touchdown. So th- that's going to be interesting to see how Derek Carr, you know, you're moving the team, but uh, we got to get touchdowns and not set off a field goals. But this is the number one thing. You know how you say, like, okay, um, Andy Dalton. Uh, what he has not, what has he not done in his career? Win in prime time, right? What well, what is he, Charlie or Steve? Isn't he like zero and nine, maybe zero and eleven? Like zero for like twelve. Okay, okay, zero for twelve. Oh man. Well, the one thing, I know. <laughs> okay, the one thing Derek Carr has not done. You know what he's not done? He's over. Do you know? But you know what? Cold weather is not going to be a factor because in December the only team we playing on the road is like Tampa Bay. So he hasn't won in the the, the conditions. Derek Carr is zero and seven in games played outdoors in temperatures thirty seven degrees or below. Oof. That's not even like freezing cold. That's like cold football yeah, weather. Tampa won't even be like that in December this year. Exactly. No. No. Yeah. It, it, it could maybe be in the high forties. Right. Or something. But yeah, Derek Carr is zero and seven. And games played 37 degrees or below. So, but we don't have to worry about that. So, WWL's coverage of OTAs is brought to you by First American Bank, a banking tradition since 1910. More Derek Carr sound after the break here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 